Welcome to The One Podcast. Own your potential and own your worth. This is the podcast that gives you access to the world's top mentors, people who have inspired and guided me to believe that anything is possible. These are the people that give you the rubber meets the road, how-to information that I wish I would have always had when I was thinking about starting, growing, or scaling my venture. These are the people that help us believe that one person with a clear vision and committed heart can change the world. I'm Ingrid Vander your host. Now let's get started. Hi, everybody. This is Ingrid Vanderbilt. Here we are back with Richard Garrett DiCaio, uh, just the amazing gamer, the space explorer. And now we find out one of the coolest dads that's got to be on the planet. Now that we've just heard this story, if you haven't listened to segment one, I invite you to go listen to that so you know what we're talking about here. Uh, but Richard, this segment is all about confidence. And you spent a little bit of time talking about the environment you grew up in with your father and your mother, and they were just so supportive and inspiring uh, to you. And clearly, that has been just a huge piece of your foundation in building your own confidence. I'm wondering, though, was there ever a moment in your life that you ever questioned your confidence, that you felt insecure, if you will, about something that I just I'm not comfortable here. I'm not sure what I'm doing. Was there ever a moment like that for you? There are still moments like that all the time. Almost oh, every thank day. God, you're human. All, all the time, all the time. You know, th there are areas where I have great confidence. Like there, you know, and, and it really just completely depends on how comfortable I am with the subject matter. I mean, I mean, there, there's areas that I, I believe I know as well as anyone else, or at least as much as I need to, and in that case, I'm actually probably overconfident. And in fact, uh, you know, my, my sister-in-law uh, has, has a word for me and my, my brothers and, and my, she levels this on my father also, but she, she talks about the Garriots. And she, she says, you know, the Garriots are not only, you know, the way she describes the Garriot overconfidence is that they're occasionally wrong, but never in doubt. <laughs> and, uh, because, because you need t-shirts with that if you haven't made them already. Yes, because you know we will we will go to the mat asserting some quote fact that we are confident in, uh, you know, without necessarily the proper basis of justifying the fact, and then can occasionally be proven wrong on something we're asserting as a fact. And so, <laughs> so the, the the point of, the point of saying that is that I at least as long as I feel I have reasonable mastery of the subject matter, I actually become overconfident. Right. It's pretty easy still to get into deep water. I mean, there are there are subject areas, um, uh, some scientific subject areas. Although I'm a, I consider myself a scientific polyglot, but I mean, I, I actually enjoy going outside of my comfort zone in math and science and other things. It's an opportunity to learn. But if you're then trying to partner that with a business decision, where you're going to say should we keep spending money towards this goal or when is the money actually going to run out or how does this thing get financed or where are we going to find investors or something else that either is out of your direct control or that you don't have a good visibility on the knowledge of how to make a, you know, you're, you're utterly unqualified to make a decision. Then I actually go into the, almost the reverse. I kind of go into the lockup mode. I mean, I have, a, I find it very difficult to move forward when I don't feel like I have uh, a good read on the situation or I don't see a path out. Uh, you know, and that goes back to, you know, something we've talked about before, which is, uh, you know, the, uh, you know, never give up, never surrender kind of attitude that I have on, on tackling a lot of these big problems. 
that comes to play whenever I think I can see a path. So I actually, I don't mind adversity. I actually often thrive when the challenge gets tough. As long as I believe I can see a way, even if it's a low probability way to sneak it through. I just have enough innate faith in my ability to keep the drum beat going and can keep the rallies masked to you know, follow me into the breach that, that we'll keep going. But as soon as we get to the point where I'm going like, I actually can't see the path forward. You know, I really, I really don't know how we're going to get over that hill, uh, or you know, or the bank account is really going to hit zero, and I don't know how I'm going to make payroll next month. You know, then, then I actually do have a, you know, like any other normal human, I have a collapse, or an ego collapse. You know, where you go, wow, I, I really, I'm stuck, and. Uh, and, well, I, you, and I so appreciate you, you sharing this. And in the next segment, we're going to talk about leadership because you still have to find that way to project, of course, with total confidence when you're like, oh my gosh, you know, we just, we're about to hit the wall. What am I going to do? So in that moment, let's go there for a minute. When you said, I can't figure out a way out or the bank account's about to hit zero. I don't know how I'm going to make payroll. What clicks in your mind, like literally outside of just brute force, I'm going to pound it through. What is going through your mind and what are the tactics, the tactical steps you use that somebody listening to this can be like, I can apply that in my own situation to overcome those challenges. Yeah. And so I, th I think the real, the, 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 in all of these cases, and I think this helps both when things are going well, <laughs> but it's, a, it's critical when things are going not well, uh, is the break down, breaking down the problem and taking things a step at a time. You know, it, it, if if you're going to, you know, if you're facing a a uh, monumental adversity that is complex, to where you you can't figure out how to get all the pieces put together in a way that you believe is going to achieve success, then in my mind, you sit there. You, you we'll we'll talk about the projecting confidence to everybody else, so that doesn't exacerbate the problem. But then you have, you know, then I, at least for me, you know, you sit back and you go like, wow, I'm, I'm you, you you have to admit to yourself that you're really stuck. And then think, you know, how, who can help me and how can I break this problem down? You know, usually it's the, you know, how can I conserve, we need to conserve money as best we can. Well, who do I need to bring in to, you know, make conservation as likely a success as possible? We might need to raise some more money. Well, who can I bring in to, you know, what's the best team or, you know, uh, uh, strategy for trying to, you know, bridge the gap in that way? You might say, you know, where might be there some new partnerships or a new, you know, a complete change of strategy that, that, that might bring some temporary reprieve or, uh, you know, should I do a reduction in staff? And so in my mind, you take all the levers, you, you determine all the levers that you have at your disposal that could affect the problem. And then you sort of, you work, you work on each one. You, you, at least for me, I go like, I'm not sure how much money we can conserve, but we're going to try to conserve the most, as much as we can. And I'm not sure how much money we can raise, maybe zero, but I'm going to try to raise any money that we can. And I'm not sure if or how many other products we can push in or out or how we might be able to adjust some staff, but I'm going to look really hard at do I or can I or should I be letting somebody to go to make some other, you know, saving somewhere else. You know, you, you really have to, just, you, you, you put everything out on the table that could affect that outcome. You work all of them at the same time and only by working them all at the same time do you eventually, hopefully, usually, find find a way past this next hurdle or even if you don't find a way past that hurdle i mean i've, I've been a part of, of efforts that have failed but if you do this if you, if you break it down even if you don't make it you you feel less bad about it because you go i've really looked at every possible channel i mean i've, I've left no stone unturned for a way to pull this out of the fire 
and and usually you've also minimized the crash. You've made the you've made the the slope of the crashing plane you know as soft as possible. So it allows you the an orderly change of, of behavior at the very least. And so it lets you even approach these very difficult problems uh, with a higher probability of success. And even if it's not success, you know, a, a softer, softer crash into, into the wall. Well, one thing that you said there uh, before we wrap up this segment that really sticks out to me, and I so appreciate you going there, is, is so you gave us some real steps on how to tackle some of these challenging issues. But then you also said, you broke down the, the issues and you said, who do I know that can help me with this? Who do I know that can help me with this? Who do I know that can help me with this? And that right there is, while it might seem simple on the one hand, on the other hand, how many times have we heard entrepreneurs and innovators really believe that when you're in a tough spot, it's such a tough spot sometimes that you don't want to admit, not only to yourself, but certainly to other people, you're in a really tough spot. And what I'm hearing you say is, you've just given permission to say, hey, if, if you want to achieve that next level of success, you've got to press pause and pull in the people around you who can tackle each one of these Absolutely issues true. one by one. And, and you know, what's interesting is, you know, one of the ways my, my wife, Leticia, who I know you'll be talking to too, is, is in many ways better than me on this front is she uses it on the positive side too. She, almost for any problem she's facing at all, even the upward sloping problems, she's constantly saying, who can I, who's the best expert I have that can give me the best advice to get over that. I, by my nature, am more of an independently minded entrepreneur. I'm, I'm more of the occasionally wrong, but never in doubt. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I think I know all the answers, so I'm going. But when you, when you end up you know, tripping and seem like you're gonna fall on your face, to me, the way out of that is to go, is to, is the, the key step was there, admit it to yourself. You don't have to admit it to all your employees necessarily, because you don't want to demoralize them or scare them. But you first have to go like, wow, I don't know that I can solve this by myself. And if I can't solve it by myself, it means I'm going to need some help. And you just go, okay, I'm no longer the rock of the island. I need some help. And, and you decide who on each subject area. And actually, as I broke that down, it's often different people in different segments. And so, uh, you know, it might be a member of the team here. It might be an outsider there. It could be a, you know, a parent or friend over here. You know, who knows who it might be. It's, a, it's, it's really who can help me solve this aspect of the problem versus all that it wants to the same group of people. Great advice here from Richard. Gary at DKO, please come back and join us again in the next segment where we're going to talk about leadership. This will be a fun one to talk about uh, building on the backbone of confidence here. So come on back. Thank you again for listening to The One Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Ivy. If you enjoyed today's episode and would love to hear more, be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Anchor, where you can listen to new episodes. Be sure to leave us a review and let us know what you think. For more information about myself or the Empowering a Billion Women by 2020 Movement Initiative, visit EBW2020. Our hashtag is 1BillionStrong. Until next time. See you then.